You're listening to Rama for Today. Just like this, you see. If you're just real hungry and about to starve death and had anything to eat for several days and somebody set a beautiful table before you and you just sat down and ate. Of course, if you hadn't had anything for a long time, you better not eat too much. You're liable to bother you right off. But right on the other hand, you wouldn't talk about all your suffering and how hungry you were. You'd talk about what a great meal you had. That's what would be fresh on your mind is a victory. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that right? I said, isn't that right? Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, How to Increase Your Spiritual Effectiveness, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So we can say greater is he that's in us than the forces that are around about us. I don't care what there may be facing us. He's greater. And he's in me. Well, what's he doing in me? <laughs> I've asked that question for many years. If he, is he just excess baggage for me to carry through life? Just another burden for me to bear? No, he's in there to help me. And you know what I've found out? I've discovered. You see, when I make that initiative in prayer... Praise God and, and will not lose that initiative in boldness, in those hard places. And they come. They're going to come. I found out every single time he rises up in me. I wish I knew how to describe it. It's not like the old Scotsman said, it's better felt than telt. <laughs> but from somewhere way down in here, he rises up in me. I can feel him. And it gives illumination to my mind, direction to my spirit. Hallelujah to Jesus. And you experience that a few times. You're almost, instead of, instead of grumbling and a fussing about a hard place, you're almost out looking for one. <laughs> Amen. Because there's no opportunity to put him to work out here when things are lovely. And everything's just fine. No opportunity. You see, then you, you, you get beyond the place where you say, well, why did this happen to me? No, you rejoice when the test comes. You, you rejoice in the hard places. You praise God. You just say, well, this is another opportunity. You, you, you begin to shout when your pockets are empty and you don't have any money in the bank either. Begin to shout. That's God. Here's another opportunity to prove God. Here's another opportunity to prove Him faithful. Here's another opportunity for me to exercise my faith. It won't grow without exercise. Amen. See, I think sometimes people have thought, here and we faith teachers teach, you know, that if you believe God and you have faith, why well, you're just always just going to float through life, like I said, on flower beds of ease, and everything's always going to be hunky-dory. You know what I mean by that expression? You're never going to have any tests, never have any trials. You're just going to float on through, you know. And uh, you don't, your, your faith's not developed just by hearing. 
the word only. Are you listening to me? It's by you practicing the word that you hear. The Bible talks about being doers of the word. And so your faith couldn't grow. Sure, we talk about faith. We're talking about the way out. We're talking about how to get the victory. We're not saying that you don't, if you have faith, you're not going to have any tests. You're not going to have any trials. You're not going to have any opposition. Certainly not. That would be foolishness and presumption. But you see, the way your faith's going to grow and the way your faith's going to be exercised and the way you're going to develop your prayer life is to develop it. Praise God. The trial of your faith, the Bible says, is more precious than gold. Did you ever read that in there? I said, did you ever read that in there? It's more precious than gold, the trial of your faith. So your faith will never grow and never develop. You see, just by reading the Word of God only, or hearing faith preachers teach on faith, it's when you put it into practice. Amen. It can't grow any other way. No other way in the world that it could grow. Smith Wigglesworth said, great faith comes out of great test. You can't have great faith without having great test. Now, Wigglesworth also said, great victories come out of great battles. You can never have any great victories without having any great battles. You see, you have your part to play too. Amen. No army would ever win a great victory without having a great battle, would they? I learned early in life as a Baptist boy, before I was ever baptized with the Holy Ghost, that when it comes to physical healing and health, if I had any symptoms attack me, see, we don't talk about those a lot of times and magnify them, but that don't mean we don't have them. See, we magnify the victory, the deliverance. just like this you see if you're just real hungry and about starved death and had anything to eat for several days and somebody set a beautiful table before you and you just sat down and ate of course if you hadn't had anything for a long time you better not eat too much you're liable to bother you right off but right on the other hand you wouldn't talk about all your suffering and how hungry you were you'd talk about what a great meal you had that's what would be fresh on your mind is a victory <laughs> amen isn't that right I said isn't that right Sure, that's right. Praise God. The victory. Amen. And so I remember way back there as a Baptist boy, just starting out in ministry, when, uh, when, when symptoms of, of physical distress came. I just simply uh, had read over there where James said, Count it all joy in your fall and divers temptations. See, the same Greek word translated temptation is also translated test. Count it all joy and you fall to different tests. He wasn't talking about temptation in the sense we think of tempted to do wrong. It's included in the Greek word. It, that kind of temptation is a test and, is it, you know, and it is included. But it's talking about all kinds of tests and trials. Count it all joy. So I remember I just stopped still, you know, and began to praise God. I said, well, glory to God, to count it joy. Hallelujah. Go ahead, devil. Just put on the pressure. Bring on the, the symptoms. The more symptoms show up, the more I'm going to praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to count it more and more joy. Why, he'll leave right away. He can't stand that. I mean, he can't stand that praising God. 
Amen. Are you listening to me? But you see, if you take the negative attitude with no spiritual initiative and say, well, poor old me, I'm trying to do right, and I just don't understand why this ever happened to me. You see, when your heart loses its boldness towards the Lord, and when it loses its fearlessness in acting upon God's word, you're in danger. You are in danger. The prayer life has lost its reality and the things of the senses, the flesh, the natural, human reasoning has taken its place. Then you're in real danger. You can readily see that that's a real spiritual disease, really. And now then the body becomes helpless. The mind where disease and fear grow and mature is under the dominion of an outside power. And you're in a dangerous condition. Well, what's the cure? Well, praise God, the cure is going to the Word again, giving yourself over to the Word, taking your place and refusing to give up your confession. Easy thing to make the right confession while everything's going good. No winds of adversity are blowing. Sun shining brightly. You know what I mean? Everything's fine. That's easy. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Remember one church I pastored? One fellow, bless his heart, you know, somebody about that time, it was new at this time. We hadn't heard it before. It just come out. A little chorus, you know, they used to sing. Got any mountains, you know, you can't tunnel through? Got any rivers you think are uncrossable? Our God specializes in things thought impossible, and he can do what no other power can do. Well, this old boy, I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, he'd just speak up and say, well, sing my favorite, you know. Well, everybody knew what it was. The song leader just start singing it. That's his favorite. Well, as long as everything's running smooth, it's easy to sing. You got any mountains you can't tunnel through. You got any rivers you think are uncrossable. Glory to God. See, you haven't got any rivers to cross. No mountains to tunnel through. You got money in your pocket. You got money in the bank. The pantry's full of food. The children are all well. Everything's fine. But I remember this young fellow in my church. Bless his heart. Oh, I don't know, somewhere in his 30s. That's his favorite. Always he wanted him to sing that one. Don't leave mine out. My favorite. Praise God, I'll tell you, God can do anything. One Sunday night, you know, after singing his favorite verse, him just getting so happy he could shout, jump up and down about what all God could do. They started home. Now, I know because, you see, I'm the pastor. I've got to get them straightened out afterwards. Started home. His wife happened to say, I mean, you know, this is not just word for word, but this is the essence of it. You understand that because I don't know altogether what they did say. But she said, you know, that little Johnny or whatever his name was needed a new pair of shoes, and man, he exploded. My God, you think I'm made out of money? It hasn't been three months since we bought that young in a pair of shoes. <laughs> Singing about tunneling through mountains and crossing uncrossable rivers and <laughs> couldn't even believe God for a few dollars for a pair of shoes for the kid. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We have a wonderful offer this month 
uh, that will help you to listen to the voice right. of God. It's four CDs by your dad called How You Can Be Led by the Spirit, Spirit of God. God yes. He explains it so simply yes, that anybody did. can understand right, it. Right. Yes. And then my, my little book called How to Make the Dream God Give You Come True. Mm -hmm. This is a message that I preached back in 1980 That's right. at a conference. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think I've really ever preached it again. I may have preached parts of it, but it, 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 this explains and, and talks to people about like, you know, Joseph was a dreamer mm -hmm. and see, and God give him dreams. Dare to believe in your dream. And then I talk about 13 boys with a vision. That was our track team. Yes. And then I talk about the church's vision to the world. I talk, give a word to ministers. And I talk about quit comparing. Don't compare yourself to somebody else. That's you right. are an individually child of God made for what God wants you to do. Yes. And don't don't look at somebody else and say, Well, I'm not I'm not doing what they're doing or I'm not being able to accomplish as much as they're accomplishing. That's what God wants them. God got you where he is. That's anyway, right. how to make the dream God gives you come true. And that's for a gift of twenty two dollars or more. Good. A good savings. Call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Again, call toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.